What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. Tuesday Night's Live. My name is Jay. Top auto logistics video news connecting retail, wholesale, logistics, and tech and your auto transport community media since 2017. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us again on a Tuesday night. Please do click like, share, and copy that YouTube link. Send it to a friend. Let somebody know that we're on tonight. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Tonight's show, please do feel welcome to ATI. We're going to go into auto logistics news here in a minute. Used car market, headwinds, open lane buys Mannheim, Canada, FMCSA on unrated carrier safety. We have a feature interview with Joe Overby of Auto Remarketing, and we're going to bring in Nick Zulovich of Auto Remarketing as well. So we have a full show, which we want to get to as soon as we can. Please do jump into the live chat. Please do say hello. What's up, Car Hauling with Chip? Oh, I think I, I think I did find the bell. What's up, Michael at Peach Transport? Michael's going to be on the show on Thursday, so um, stick around for that. Let's jump into some industry news here. Tonight's show, Tuesday Night's Live, number 323 in a row on a Tuesday. We have Joe Overby of Auto Remarketing. Really excited to have Joe on the show tonight. So, you know Auto Remarketing Magazine. Um, you know, I'd love to know what articles do you read? How often do you read it? I check it every day. And a lot of news that you see on ATI comes from Auto Remarketing Magazine. And there's a lot of different types of news. In fact, Cherokee Media, in print, online, in person, Cherokee Media does a lot. And over the years, I've gotten to know uh, many people at Cherokee Media. Look, there is the this is the Used Car Week photo that we all look forward to at the end of Used Car Week. Bills of Dites in the middle there. And, I mean, it's quite a crew to get to know and all the things that they do. So shout out and, you know, hats off to you, Used Car Week. Cherokee Media, Auto Remarketing, what an amazing organization. And you know the podcast. There's Nick and Joe with the Auto Remarketing Podcast. So tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some articles and some news, as well as the events and panels. There's a lot to, uh, to discover. If you have a question for Auto Remarketing, Cherokee Media, um, or Nick or Joe, please do put it in the live chat. And if you miss this show live, you can view it on demand, of course. Put it in the comments below. You know the drill. All right. Now, uh, I just wanted to mention, you know, this is a lot of companies that you're going to recognize many of these companies. This is from the most recent used car week email with sponsors on it i like to look and see you know who are the companies that are going to be there that are sponsoring that are involved that's a lot to manage and a lot of knowledge surrounding all those companies their milestones uh the people and um and so and and already no used car week is in the river mirror and now we're already looking forward to auto intel summit in april all of those things can come into play tonight. There's Bill's post on LinkedIn about Auto Intel Summit call for speakers. I was telling the uh, I was telling the group at Cherokee Media that um, at Used Car Week that it's amazing how I don't know how they put it all together. Um, it's a heck of a news organization, and even just getting ready for the show tonight caught a minute of like, 
you know, CBS, all the, when they start the show and all the news articles they're going to talk about tonight, like, how do you, how do you manage all that? I mean, I work, I work really hard on this channel and I'm a one man band, but, um, at that level, I don't know. That's why I get excited about like, uh, this is, I made a video about this thing. Um, trade show gold. These things are trade show gold. And in fact, I'm keeping that handy because I want to ask Nick some questions about some of his panels. I just want to share this again too. This was an interview that I did, a video interview that I did with Mike Trudeau at Montway at his booth at Used Car Week. And it's amazing the power of just one video. Like this video is blowing up. Thank you so much, Montway, for sharing it and uh, for giving a shout out to ATI. It's wonderful stuff. Really appreciate it. So we're the Ecosystems Neutral Zone, ATI Auto Business. You'll find us in the middle of transportation, carriers, brokers, dealers, auctions, and everything in between. So thanks for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. The ecosystem new and used OEMs, man. And NADA is coming up. And you know what? When we get closer to NADA, do you know what we see more of? OEMs, new cars, and then uh, franchise and retail. So that all gets talked about. And you know, on ATI, we, we will we'll make the rounds on all the different topics in the ecosystem. Website traffic data last Tuesday night. I'm sure there were a couple people that, you know, watch occasionally that thought, man, I'm really going to talk about websites. But you know how important that traffic data is. Two weeks ago, we did podcast stage pointers. Again, coming back to uh, a used car week. It was a podcast stage, etc. I just find that these topics all intersect whether you are, that's why I say connect between the disconnect between sales and operations, because somebody sells it, somebody fulfills it, and then all the other stuff that happens around it. Um, last Thursday, we did repo car hauling with Rob. That show's doing pr pretty well. There's a lot of interest, of course, in how do I make a transportation business successful and what is going on with auto repo is it something i want to be involved with so you can learn more on that show now it's time to get to the news great it's only five minutes after perfect here we go top news story tonight on auto logistics news on ati auto business this comes out of vehicle remarketing magazine shout out to uh mark romju and actually so this is written by uh brian finkelmeyer and i had a conversation with brian and Lucky to have Brian on uh, next month, I believe, on ATI. Three headwinds that will batter the auto industry. The auto industry has been sailing for the past three, year, three years with forceful tailwinds generated by COVID-induced economic stimulus and reduced vehicle production. Automakers and dealers have enjoyed turning limited inventories into quick, huge margins, storing stock prices. But as we approach the final weeks of 2023, with the pandemic now in the rearview mirror, the winds are changing direction. Even Wall Street, which pumped stocks during 21 and 22, beginning to have more of a tepid outlook. And so as we set sail into 2024, three dynamics creating new headwinds. Electric vehicle adoption, everybody's talking about it, much slower than expected. Profit margins, not so great. The new UAW labor agreement squeeze into future profit margins. You'll read, in fact, we've got later in the news more about UAW and the, the big three are saying no problem, but it's a lot of money. And then the rising cost of borrowing money due to high interest rates impacting customers, dealers, automakers. 
Uh, in fact, GM announced abandoning its goal of producing 400,000 EVs by mid-2024, postponing $4 billion EV truck plant. Ford is postponing $12 billion worth of planned EV investment. Honda just announced they're canceling the partnership with GM. Uh, head of Toyota, it took us 25 years. We're still not at 10% hybrid. Consumers not demanding, demanding EV at the level expected. EV transition is going to be a drag on the U.S. auto market for years to come. It's a bummer of a headwind. Um, UAW pulled off historic victory for their members with wage increases. Upwards of 60% for new hires. That is a lot. That can add uh, 850, 900 additional cost to every vehicle Ford produces. So you think that's going to have an impact somewhere. Labor costs will rise for all automakers. In fact, uh, UAW is targeting non-union automakers now. We're going to read about that in a minute. Cox Automotive reports that new vehicle inventories were up 62% versus last year. So we are hearing that inventory levels are coming back. We'll probably be talking about that more tonight. Vehicle Vehicles are turning slower. Cost of carrying them is higher. So now you have that floor planning issue. 61% of dealers said interest rates were the number one issue holding their business back. Consumers also felt the pain of rising rates and the average new car interest rate for consumers is now about 9%. Ouch. In other news, Open Lane, this is big news everywhere. You look everywhere and you'll see that Open Lane agrees to acquire Mannheim, Canada, which is interesting. Open Lane was Car Global. Open Lane has agreed to acquire Mannheim, Canada from Cox Automotive, $130 million deal, 95, that's Canadian, 95 US, 95 million. This includes Mannheim, Montreal facility, auction sales operations, select staff across Mannheim, Canada. Mannheim plans to exit Canada. Open Lane's vision to build the world's greatest digital marketplace for used vehicles, which is a hot competitive market. Um, and here in blue, building on the momentum of our combined single Open Lane Canada digital marketplace launch in June. Okay, this is a benchmark. This was, this was in June. Open Lane announcement, I believe, was in June, what, six months ago? Let's put a pin in that. As part of the deal, Open Lane is taking on Mannheim Canada's customer relationship. Once the deal closes, Open Lane will integrate Mannheim Canada's business into Open Lane Canada business. This is a developing story. So again, just a reminder, that was May. Oh, there we go. May, where Car Global rebranded as Open Lane seven months ago. Man, they're moving quick. Cox Automotive will discontinue, discontinue all Canadian wholesale auction operations as Mannheim's locations, Toronto, Halifax, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Alberta, British Columbia, those locations are not part of the transaction, but they're closing all their wholesale in Canada. The transaction was not something Cox Automotive had been planning, but received an unsolicited offer. Wow. That's interesting. Wow. And Adessa rebrands Open Lane in Europe. So Open Lane everywhere. Oh, look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mark. Making martinis in the live chat. Thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate that. Where's the... There we go. Uh, Stella. Now, I've been talking about Stella periodically. Stella AI. Stick with me. This is... Uh, Stella is a AI voice. All right? 
Stella AI launches integration with My Karma Fixed Ops platform. Okay, Fixed Ops service, right? Which is a profit center for dealers. Stella Automotive AI has completed an intelligent read-write integration with end-to-end service department, end-to-end service department platform My Karma. Okay, that's what My Karma is end-to-end service department platform. And this is designed to allow Stella to operate seamlessly within a dealership's fixed ops platform, service department, scheduling. Think about, right, service is a lot of logistics too. So, Stella uses conversational AI to manage data input and operational processes, like a service advisor. The company said will give dealerships the MyCarma platform, an elevated level of customer service, uh, booking, AI digital voice assistant designed to answer every inbound call the first ring 24-7, eliminating hold times and allowing a customer to schedule appointments within two minutes. If she's that good, this will be great because uh, Stella's digital voice assistant addresses a fundamental challenge faced by dealers, and that is the phone. And if Stella can transform the phone for a dealership in the service department, think of what she can do for you and your business. Wow. Stella, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next story. Feds told to start rating unrated trucking companies for safety. Doing what? Okay, sounds boring, right? Check this out. Major trucking companies and brokers who booked their freight are pressuring the FMCSA to attach a safety rating to carriers operating without a rating. A situation that exists for over 90% of the freight market. What? FMCSA's own statistics red flags the problem. Of the 690,000 interstate freight carriers, roughly 94% don't have a rating. There's all carriers. You can see all carriers. What? That's crazy. That seems unbelievable. They can't be right. A system that rates less than 10% of the eligible population is unacceptable. The TIA, Transportation Intermediaries Association, supports a speedy rulemaking because one of the most significant challenges for the third-party logistics industry is the manner in which motor carrier safety ratings are currently being used by personal injury lawyers, insurers, and the media, among others. And besides the lawyers and the media, I mean, they're just getting killed. And this is why, you know... We, we do this on Thursdays. We talk about how, you know, it's trucking, it's transportation, nobody cares. It's, I mean, there's no way a, a, a carrier with, like that's unrated and doesn't care is listening to anybody. And they're just running around, delivering stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, final story. UAW's Sean Fain does not plan to rest on his laurels after winning record contracts. He's got bigger plans for the union. Got my attention. He's sitting there with a wastebasket full of uh, crumpled up big three proposals. It's pretty good marketing. New UAW unionizing drive targets 13 union automakers. Wow. Okay. The UAW is aiming to organize nearly 150,000 employees at 13 companies, which would double the number of auto workers in the union. Targeted automakers include foreign firms such as BMW, Nissan, EV makers, Rivian, Lucid. So they unveiled a website where workers can sign union cards online, get in touch with organizers. The UAW has already signed up thousands of workers across targeted companies. Whoa. 
Under U.S. law, if the majority of employees at a workplace sign union cards, the company can either voluntarily recognize the union or instead insist on a government-supervised unionized election. Ooh, both sound great. Oh, man. Because, I mean, Tesla's non-union, right? GM Ford confident they'll offset costly UAW contracts. Ford pegged the UAW deal at, oh my gosh, costing upwards of $9 billion. GM, another $9 billion. And this is, and yet, dividends? All right. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Um, remember, leverage ATI in your business. Don't ship cars. Move information with ATI. There's a lot of companies shipping cars, and so we can talk about it on ATI along with everything else. Do me a favor, grab your favorite uh, glass of ELD punch, and stick around because right after this, we're going to bring in Joe Overby of Auto Remarketing. You don't want to miss it. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Transport Auto Quoter is by far the leading auto quoting software on the market and the only auto quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our price watch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. Don't lose any more sleep worrying about missing leads. Get Transport Auto Quoter. Quote the right price the first time, anytime. Run your business with TAQ. Visit Transport autoquoter.com links are in the live chat thank you so much all right here we go we have joe overby drum roll please all right joe you're live jay good to see you thank you uh, for having me on the show it's always good to talk with you man wow it's great to have you on i'm going to give you an applause now there'll probably be more um <laughs> it's it's really neat to have you on my channel live and um do me a favor say sure. hello for anyone that isn't familiar with you and what you do please say hello and tell us a bit more about you yeah absolutely well as, as jay mentioned i'm joe everby i'm the, the senior editor uh, for auto remarketing at, at cherokee media group and um as as jay um, couldn't couldn't have said it better in the in the intro you know we're all about online in print and in person and 
you know, the stories that, you know, I, me and, and my colleagues, Nick Zulovich and Andy Friedlander, you know, write on a, a daily basis for our e-newsletters and our website. Um, you know, we turn those into magazine stories. And then uh, at events like Used Car Week and Auto Intel Summit, we take those stories and the topics that we're reporting on and help to put together the uh, the agendas and, and have those discussions uh, in person and and with panelists and, um, you know, with, with speakers. So it's, you know, a Cherokee Media Group, we've got, um, you know, a, a fleet of uh, automotive industry publications and then a, a few local magazines here in the uh, in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Um, and we've got a, a PR firm um, that, that uh, actually has has a few clients in automotive automotive as well and, and they were on site at at a uh, used car week as well but um but my role really is to, is to report on the retail and wholesale used car business and uh, kind of lead the the ar part of the business and and my colleague nick uh handles the, the auto finance side of the business and uh, and then we also we also have a canadian publication ar canada and i work uh, pretty closely with our, our freelancer a correspondent Sarah Rubinoff, who's been reporting on Canada for for some time, and and we cover uh, the retail and wholesale and auto finance markets uh, in Canada as well. So that's a lot. Okay, <laughs> I tried. To, I, I took some notes, trying to follow along to make sure. You know, I understand. I mean, right? Because you've got really big picture. Okay, mm -hmm. Cherokee Media Group, big picture. There's a lot. I mean, I think as you're saying, there's a lot more beyond just automotive. Right? There is. I mean, yes, we we have um, you know several local publications, and it's it's just sort of all encompassing between automotive and um, several local publications as well. But here we're focused on automotive, <laughs> right? And so exactly. Use Car Week, Auto Intel Summit, those are <laughs> the major events. Right, and then we we have Canada's Used Car Week and in Canada as well. Right, yeah. Okay, all right. Now Canada has one annual event, the Canada Used Car Week. We do. So we we split it up. Like um, that's not enough, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we split it up seasonally. So we're you know right now we just finished Used Car Week a couple of weeks ago. We just opened the call for speakers for Auto Intel Summit. That's going to be in April. In uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and then um, you know, we'll from kind of after the holidays, we'll we'll kind of go full full force into planning Auto Intel Summit, and then um, you know, as we get further into the spring, we'll, we'll start the discussions and call for speakers and all that for um, Canada's Used Car Week, and that's in June, um, and we we've had it in Toronto for oh gosh for several years now, but. Um, and then after you know that wraps up, we we really kind of in the second half of the year, just because of the size of it, is really dedicated to you know planning and getting set for uh, used car week. So it used to be that um, you know when I first started, you know on the agenda team and, and, and you know working with the conference team, you know we we would have you know conference meetings and kind of we we were you know we had one. Um, one event at that point, you know, just the the used car week and, and um, Canada was every other year. And, you know, we would have conference team meetings probably, um, you know, for half the year. And now having 
three conferences that are sort of staggered throughout the year. It is, you know, the whole year is, is, is conference planning season. So um, in addition to the, the editorial side, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the conference agenda planning and, and getting that set is a big part of, of the work that, that myself and, and my colleagues do. That's the thing is I honestly, as I think about trying to wrap my head around, okay, three big conferences a year, mm -hmm. plus all the articles that go into, I mean, you can go to autoremarketing.com. You can go there every day like I do. And there are a lot of updates. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is a fresh publication, the three events, plus then you go to other events. You've got podcasts. You've got articles you, you're working on behind the scenes. I mean, it seems like a lot to manage. It, I've met many folks in your team, and, I mean, just everybody's got to be really busy. Yeah, and, you know, the the um, cool part about it is that I think if you, you look at our team, and especially, you know, under the, under the leadership of Bill and and our um, our, conf our executive vice president of meetings and events, Amanda Dunlap, because of their leadership, they've it's very much like everybody understands their job, their role. So you have, you know, it, it is a lot, but you have, um, you know, 16 people, upwards of 16 people doing, you know, different, doing different tasks, you know, um, for, for Nick and myself, for example, and Andy, you know, our job is when it comes to conferences is the agenda. You know, that that is our main focus, um, whether it's planning agendas, um, you know, getting a hold of speak, lining up speakers, setting up panels, speaking on panels, that sort of thing. Um, but we have, you know, once we have a singular focus, my colleagues on the ad advertising team, their job is to, you know, manage those advertising relationships, sell sponsorships, you know. So everybody has a specific role and really, you know, it's it's like a football team, you know, the the. I was fullback. just going to, I swear, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say football team. And then you've got your plays and, you know, you need to switch out your running backs and your wide receivers yep. and you've just got a well-oiled machine. And there's Bill on the sidelines with the, you know, the color-coded, oh, yeah. right? Bill, in, a, in another awesome. life, in another life, Bill would have been a football coach, I think. Um, he's a, he, he, he uses a lot of, um, and kind of literally coaching us, you know, through a conference. Um, playing and, and all that he uses a lot of football analogies you know we're we're so right now we're starting the first quarter of he calls uh, audibles right? yeah exactly yeah, yeah sometimes there, there's audibles that are oh, called I'm, and i'm sure there are um you know it's uh and both nick and i and andy, and andy are all former sports writers so we, we kind of understand all the uh, oh, analogies right. to, to football and all that so um uh, it uh, then i showed i you know i was like oh i want to just a glimpse of the companies, not to mention, you know, my trade show gold over here mm -hmm. that, I mean, this is a lot to manage. I, you don't even have time to be stressed out. There's so much going on. Yeah. Just That's kind good. of keep your head down and keep going. Do just do your job every day. For real. Um, and that, that's another thing too, um, that we've, we've really, um, I think we, our team kind of takes away from bills that, you know, just, just do today, just, you know, you got, create a checklist of stuff you need to get done. You know, um, my day today was, uh, as you referenced earlier, the, the open lane purchase, 
of uh, Mannheim, Canada. My, my job today mainly was to, to focus on that story and do some follow-up reporting on there. Um, you know, just, just worry about today and, and do the job in, in front of you. So, and then that, you know, even, even if you have a lot of uh, pots, pots going at the same time, um, just kind of focus on what your task is at hand that day. Well, and that is the, that it, I mean, all industries, you've got day-to-day changes, challenges, etc. In media, you know, you just got to be ready for the next story. It's coming any moment now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. why you got to be super organized. Right. What else? Yeah. Does it, what else does it take? I mean, organization is one. Um, and that's something that I'm, I have, I, the, the organization has never been my strong suit. So um, it's been a lot of, you know, <laughs> just, um, I have like running, I have become, I think, better, but, you know, I have running checklists of stuff that I need to get done or, you know, these are emails I need to do for conferences. I'll, you know, kind of carving out time and um, time management, really, you know. And that's that, another big one. Good one. Time that's management. Kind of that's a, it. Yeah, that's along the lines of uh, of organization. But, um, you know, knowing and, and one of the, the beauties of, you know, having a routine um with this job is that I know that say tomorrow, um, you know, I'll have, I know that tomorrow I'll have X amount of time where I can work on this one project and, you know, just use that time for this project. And then, you know, I know Thursday that I'll have, you know, another, um, set of tasks that I need to do. And so, um, but yeah, yeah time management is definitely, definitely key to, at a media company. I just want to say that, I mean, anybody thinking of putting together an event, if you walk around a Cherokee media event, you see, you'll notice how much really goes into it. And, and you, you'll also, if you if you think about it, how, you're noticing how much you don't see behind the scenes. You just see that it all came together. But if you were to think about all the moving pieces, all the panels, the audience, the attendees, the location itself, the schedule the signage, the information. I mean, it's just, it's endless. Yeah. And, and I'm, it, it just I mean, it really impresses me. Well, it, it's one of those things too, where um, it's kind of a, a long time ago, our, uh, our president emeritus uh, founder of the company, Ron Smith, he, he would tell us that, you know, the stuff that happens behind the scenes that you think like, Oh, you know, you may be, it may seem like you're putting out a million different fires and, you know, you're, you, you think that the, the sky's falling, but the attendees, they see the final product. They see like, you know, they, they have, they may have no idea that, you know, um, you're like a, a duck going across water where they're picking their feet like crazy underneath, but you just see the gliding across the surface. So, um, so I, that's a great point. I mean, just the fact that there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, but, but, um, you know, as, as, we want to have our attendees see the uh, a quality and excellent final product. I keep talking about the event, but I know we've got some news articles. Yeah. Let's take a look at um, some of what keeps you busy day to day. Let's see here. This is an article. Tell <laughs> us more about this article. Yeah, absolutely. So the the, um, the team over at IC Cars, uh, they do a, a really good job of tracking um you know, late, old, like newer used vehicles 
and, and how their prices trend and, and they really go pretty deep on on used electric vehicles and what what we've found is that the um you know the prices have just have gone further down way further than the average in the market and the story you have up there shows you know the one to five year old used car um the price was down 5.1 percent year year over year well used electric vehicles were down 34 percent or close to it um and and uh hybrids you know not to that degree but um you know it's still uh just yeah 9.6 percent which is still larger than the industry average and kind of the thing that stuck out to me was that even with those lower prices um because you know I, I always have assumed that you know one of the biggest hurdles to ev sales was price it was just too expensive and um but even with those lower prices you know the used evs are not turning um quickly at all and uh so the, the carl brower has a, a great quote in here, he says the combination of lower prices and slower sales suggests that EVs have hit a market demand threshold that will be difficult to break through. Um, everything from economic concerns to growing comp competition among electric vehicles is contributing to their downward trend. And I think that um, I think that's you know while this is specifically talking about um, you know use electric vehicles, you know I, I think you know they're, they're experiencing some of the similar you know, challenges on the new car side. And, um, you know, that's, that's part of why, you know, that you probably saw several stories last week that came out about um, dealers across the country are, are asking the federal government, specifically wrote to the White House, asking uh, President Biden um, to reconsider some of the EV mandates. Because I, I think dealers are um, are kind of in a pinch where they're not seeing the demand that, um you know some of these mandates might suggest uh, so uh, you know I, I uh i think it's good to have options i think um i think it may be i think it may just there may need to be some flexibility dealers need to be able to sell uh, electric vehicles they need to know what to do with used electric vehicles um and getting into auctions and you know the differences of you know selling and re conditioning and transporting and everything with a used EV is different than a than an ICE vehicle. But I, I think just the I don't think that the demand right now, you know, based on this data is showing that um, that that it's that it's not going to be an overnight flip of a switch to from EV to ICE. I think it's just important that they have that option to sell customers. Isn't it interesting that, so as a media organization, helping to get that information out and then to also be the one that, you know, has the interview and edits the information and shares the information, it's pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me more about this article. I found this one interesting. Yeah, that was pretty cool. We, um, we got an invite uh, up to... Uh, Oxford, North Carolina, which is not far from, from where we are. We're, we're in Raleigh, um, and Oxford's about an hour north, uh, not too far from from Durham and the, the Research Triangle Park for, for folks who are familiar with our region. But uh, um, essentially, so AIM Recon, they're a, a sister company, a separate uh, standalone sister company to Auction Direct. 
um, which has got a big presence here in the Raleigh area. They had a grand opening of their first ever, first ever re vehicle reconditioning center. Um, and, you know, it's, a, it was, it's in a uh, former tobacco production facility. And essentially what happens is, you know, that their, their CEO, Tim Frank, you know, explains to me, it's like, it, it's like a box, you know, the vehicle comes in through various channels. Um, you know, they, they, they buy them from uh, digital auto auctions, physical auctions, you know, customer trades, that sort of thing. And then they basically do all of the recon, you know, from, you know, from paint to, you know, paint, the dent repair, mechanical work, body work. Then they have, they have a partnership with advanced auto parts and where they literally have like a little mini like part store within this facility. So they have the parts on site, um, that they can use oh, i yeah. get it now i didn't qu oh wow yeah so they have it's oh, almost like that there's like an advanced smart. auto parts kind of warehouse embedded within the uh within this facility um and then also you know advance has a big presence here in in north carolina and so um if, if they can't get the part there they can get it from one of the the local stores um and then you know once everything's complete you know their other partner is uh, uh acv I which is a that, big right. obviously a big player in, in the space and um the, the vehicles are then sold right now they're transitioning to a private label uh platform on acv um you know i, I think it a little inside baseball at first blush i was kind of like okay is this like another online platform like a e-block or acv type of platform and 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 tim frank um you know, he 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 emphasizes we we are not um, we're not a platform. We're not. This is not. That's not what we do. We're sort of we're here to make the supply chain right. reconditioning in of, a box. Yeah, yeah. Make turnkey that, reconditioning. Yeah, exactly. So that yeah. um, you know, a dealer, their dealer customers can buy from um, a retail ready car. And, you know, the benefit for a dealer, from what I understand, you know, a benefit for a dealer buying from them is that they don't have to then incur all that reconditioning time and, you know, cost and labor and all that. They're just a car that right. is taking out ready. their service department. Right, exactly. And, um, the, yeah. and they also sell, they sell car, they sell wholesale and retail ready, um, retail ready video, uh, vehicles. Interesting. And what's the name of the company? AIM? Yeah, it's it's Aim Recon, um, and Aim I believe their okay. believe their web, website is aimrecon.com. But um, oh, I'm gonna but, Google it too. Aimrecon.com. Let's see if that comes up. All right, let's do this. Go and do that. That's mm, uh, not resolving. So I will pause on that. But I yeah, but. It's a, the, this is what's so interesting about these articles. You dive into them, and discussing it's actually interesting. This is mm -hmm. interesting experiment here. How about this one? Yeah, so that the CPO has been kind of a, a pleasant surprise for for dealers and, and the the uh, used car market. I mean, I think um, you know early in the year it didn't you know the forecast you know, that that Cox Automotive had was that. Um, you know, they they were looking for it to be about, um, I think, uh, 
2.2 is their initial. I, oh, I'll yeah, have to right. uh, Let's see. Okay, so October bit. surprise. Yeah, exactly. But then now they're they're on track to um, reach 2.7 million, which uh, would still be one of the one of the biggest uh, years of all time for the mm. CPO market. I mean, it's down from you know the highs reached in 2019, which I think was at the time the tenth straight record CPO sales year um you know you know it kind of hit the fan in, in 2020 and then 21 right. and 22 there's been a, a little bit of a, a bounce back um look you know improvement well in, in 2020 people would buy anything right right, right. uh and cpo for anybody certified pre-owned which is you know it's a pretty big deal i like this that's why i like to highlight some of these boxes consumers may have chosen new over nearly new interesting way of you know pointing that out right yeah yeah and you know and um i wonder too if part of that is that prices have come down at, you know at some point with the, the run-up of used car prices mm -hmm. it really wasn't advantageous to buy a nearly new vehicle when it was just as expensive to buy a new vehicle why, why not just go buy a new vehicle right but I think with the easing in used car price, still at pretty high levels, historic levels. But I think, you know, with that gap, there was another story at some point, I think um, we talked about that there's now more of a reasonable gap between new car prices and, and used, car, used car prices to where, you know, it actually is a value proposition to buy used. And yet, when you, mo when you go to the car payment itself, mm -hmm. right, and, and you're looking at the interest rate, it seems like I'm I'm just speculating, but is the affordability overall tougher on the average middle income car buyer? I think so. All the economic factors as well, right? Yeah, I think I think so, and I think because you know people people by nature are still you know payment shop monthly payment shoppers. Um, you know the you know while the average you know price of a car may have come down um number one it's still high number two the interest rates and the you know inflation um kind of hurts that that monthly payment um i mean our uh, my colleague nick does a lot of reporting on kind of a monthly or quarterly you know this is what people paid on average for um you know used car new car in, in their finance contracts and we just right. marvel that how much it goes up every month how much people are paying to get in a car i mean it's just it's and especially you know it when when things like you know the tough economic environment of the past three four years has hurt you know it may hurt credit scores it may put people in financially tough situations where they can they they're forced if they want to get a or they're forced to have a high monthly payment um and so i think uh there's a lot of that a lot of that going on be a perfect segue to bring in nick and i just was going to say auto repossession uh is on the rise being talked about so much as we move in and talk about nick oh by the way chris chamberlain shout out chris chamberlain in the live chat he went ahead and clarified that yeah you can go to aimrecon.com and I shared it in the live chat. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate that. So um, let's do this. 
We're going to bring in Nick and we're going to talk a little bit about what is the state of the used car industry report. Um, you've got stuff happening in December, stuff happening in January, of course. Maybe we'll shed a little light on that, talk more about events. So do me a favor, stick around because we're going to be back right after this with Nick Zulovich and... All right, stick around. Yeah, so let's be honest with it. Everybody as an operator, like myself, we're always looking to save expense, okay? And so if I can get a product that is just as efficient as, as another product and yet save a ton of money, that's what I'm going to do. And so I think the value proposition that DealersLink offers is unmatched, right? For what we spend on DealersLink, for what we get from DealersLink, full spectrum, the marketplace of support, the OEM data, the Fastbook tool, the, the mobile applications that you have, uh, it, the value proposition is huge. Um, and I definitely would recommend, I have recommended, uh, we are continuing to install it into our stores uh, as we speak. Request a live demo at dealerslink.com now. Are you ready to take a leap into the future of vehicle logistics? Auto Hauler Exchange is the first pure B2B marketplace in vehicle logistics where shippers and carriers live and work directly in one ecosystem with no middleman. Shippers simply post their shipping opportunities directly to highly vetted carriers around the country. Once a carrier sees a shipment opportunity which fits their need, they simply check that shipment out of the exchange with just a few clicks of a button and with no third-party interaction, getting your vehicle on the road with ease. We have proven our B2B marketplace is a more efficient, transparent model for vehicle logistics, where shippers and carriers connect one-on-one. -on -one. Take it from our clients themselves. Get off the vehicle hauling roller coaster today with Auto Hauler Exchange. Auto Hauler Exchange B2B Marketplace connects shippers directly with carriers. That means putting the power of the business transaction back in the carrier's hands. Visit AutoHaulerExchange.com. Links are in the live chat. All right, we are lucky to have Joe Overby stick around for another segment because Nick Zulovich is now joining us. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Ladies and gentlemen, please help wish a very warm welcome to Nick Zulovich. Hello, everyone. Nick, how are you doing? Doing very well. Thanks again for having me. Man, thank you so much. Um, all right. As we did with Joe, do me a favor. For anyone that's not familiar with who you are, please say hello and tell us a little bit more about you. Absolutely. Uh, again, my name is Nick Solovich, part of the team at Cherokee Media Group. Uh, blessed to say, quickly approaching 17 years with the company now, uh, part of the the automotive content team that uh, helps to generate, as my esteemed colleague Joe articulated so well uh, in the previous segments, uh, our, our print content online, podcasts, and, and live events. So it's uh, very much uh, complementary pieces um, to to keep the industry educated on what's happening, be it dealerships, auto auctions, finance companies, and, and the service providers that uh, have clients in, in each of those wells of, of the business. Uh, Joe did an excellent job articulating what, what our shop does. The, the one thing I will add is um, we, were, we were blessed to have our, our company holiday dinner just last night. And 
uh, a lot of the key teammates that uh, are vital cogs in making sure all of that is orchestrated. Uh, our fearless leader, Bill, had people stand up, uh, depending on how uh, long you've been with the company. And the majority of that team has been with Cherokee Media Group 10 years or longer. So that's a... That's a critical piece of why we can uh, orchestrate uh, what we're blessed to be able to do is because there's a lot of wisdom, experience, and cohesion that, that goes into it. And that is uh, being a, an expert in logistics, Jay, if you have a cohesive team that's experienced and and knows each other well, it can that machine can function much, much better than than uh having a team that's not as familiar with each other so that's that's wow. a very very much a key ingredient to to the success we're blessed to have i'm jealous that's awesome that must have been an awesome event that was last night it was we're wow. we're, we're blessed to have cool. a, a a company gathering that this time of year where everyone brings their um significant others if if uh, opportunity presents itself and be able to, to b break bread and and enjoy each other's company. So uh, that, again, that's a very much a key ingredient to to what we have at, at Cherokee Media Group. That is neat. That is neat. Well, and that it, that makes sense. How I mean, really, to put to put your arms around all that you do, and I, and I, I it's important to point out because we I think you know pop up events. I, I hear that term more often. You might too. And what if I was asked, I would say, you don't know all that goes into just, if you even just want to put 20 people together for an hour, it's somewhere that's so much work. And you've got hundreds converging and and then expo booths and and sessions and attendees and events and I mean it's it blows my mind really it does and don't forget and don't forget food and beverage oh, food <laughs> how could I <laughs> there's, there's a photo I I think there's like one photo of me in the used car week photos and I'm eating Jonathan the photographer <laughs> I saw him and I'm like fine I'll just go for it but yeah no the food oh my gosh it's amazing yeah without the food I mean what would we do if anybody knows my physique you know I don't function well with an empty tummy so. I I told I told somebody uh, I think it was Shelly from Agora data that um I feel like I'm like, you know, in, in the movie Wedding Crashers and he wants the crab cakes. That's me. Oh. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it, it, right? The you'll be event. glad to know we, we had we had crab cakes at our, at our oh, company. Oh, man. Of course you did. It's North Carolina. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, man. Next year. Um, so, uh, all right. So, the events now. Okay, I was saying this. All right in my uh, trade show gold. All right, I was looking. So your name's on many panels, but you had to switch things up. You had to call an audible this year. Nick, how many panels did you moderate? I think I think it ended up being um, 10 or 11 or so, but, but definitely the, 
the credit for success goes to my esteemed colleague who who set me up for success did all of the the legwork sure. going into the going into the event so i was just lucky enough to be handed a microphone and and walk up with the very smart See, but, men and women who are on stage and just kind of tee them up and get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take that, but it's much you know it's hard. It's hard work. You got to know what you're talking about. You got to be on your toes. You got to be well rested. You got to know who everybody is. That alone, right? <laughs> Introducing who everybody is and moderating and listening and and making sure everybody's involved. I mean, it's a lot. It's like anything else, just it's a lot more than you realize. And you did Indeed. a great job. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Very, very kind of you to say. It's good stuff. Really good stuff. So, all right, subprime finance. Tell us something that, I don't know. What's an overview of how, how do you explain to somebody, nuts and bolts, what, what you know, what that is, what, you know, your kind of forte there? Well, I think, uh, as the the adjective indicates, at subprime, that you're you're an individual is is on the lower half of of the credit spectrum. You have what's classified as as super prime individuals. These are these are folks who uh, have a, a, a credit score that's almost within that top percentile. They uh, use very little of their available credits. They maintain whatever commitments that they do have uh, with sterling uh, commitments and and manage their. They've been blessed to be able to manage their finance as well. And and it, and and it on it goes on down the spectrum depending on a host of factors. Again, how much credit you utilize, how well. You've been able to maintain your your payments uh, and that sort of thing, and and there are some folks who who've experienced uh, uh, circumstances beyond their control. Perhaps they've they've uh, lost their gainful employment and have hit a, a hit a financial rough patch and haven't been able to to maintain their their financial commitments and that would ding their their credits uh backgrounds and and then there are some that <laughs> good bad or otherwise just make poor life choices we'll, we'll put it that way and and their and their credits is uh is as such uh, reflecting that so so as a finance company you 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 gauge the risk profile of that individual if they have a, a sterling background you you might offer them the the best uh, availability within your uh, credit offerings, but if someone has what would be classified as subprime credits, they would be uh, their interest rate might be higher. They're specifically talking in in auto finance. Their interest rate might be higher. They're uh, asking for a down payment might be higher. Uh, th those type of elements to mitigate the risk that the, the finance company is is taking on stemming from that person's background. So that's uh, at a very, very high level, that's, that's how it would be classified. You're also involved in conversations of floor planning, right? Any, any part of the financial equation Sure. Is that so where be you it find yourself, floor right? planning, or what's certainly a, a very key element of of throughout the business is is compliance, maintaining 
maintaining the, the, the rules uh, and the mandates asked of by by state and federal regulators. That could be right. a, a whole separate. I saw that. And endeavor. <laughs> state associations was a couple of the panels you did. CFPB. Are we in, indeed? That, okay. indeed was and then to... lenders. Right. If it comes to lenders and then moving into auto Intel summit fintech. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there there's a part of the constituency that they they want to purchase an entire have the entire vehicle transaction done with with just their phone in their hands. They don't want to uh, and just have the vehicle brought to them. So there's there's definitely Which sounds easy. But right <laughs> when you go from what two to four hours with the finance department to right i just want to can i when can i leave can i hit the button right right yeah right. i mean guilt guilty as charged right. going on that amazon I'm, app sure is buy sure. now and yeah. then it shows up on the front porch the next morning <laughs> and then not to mention then you get into uh something like titling which yeah. right that's not a total digital process it's not. It's it's getting there. That 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 segment that that's an interesting. You bring that up. That's definitely. Uh, if if anyone's had to deal with the DMV in their in their life, be it the driver's license or what have you, no, it's not necessarily the the most swimmingly functioning part of our of our government entity. And so the the evolution of that part of the business has been really fascinating too. As as kind of a state by state gradual adoption of of electronic titling uh that to move away from the actual physical paper and, and have it be an electronic because be it to close out a lien to transfer title from auction to dealer or dealer to dealer whatever the case may be if you don't have that vehicle title you're it's they're kind of at a standstill all right state of the Finish that sentence for me. The report coming out. State of the used car market. I believe that's what we call it. State of the used <laughs> yep. car market. Okay. It's or an, Is it an annual report? Uh, we twice do it twice a year. a year. We do it twice a year. Twice a year. Okay. And so the uh, December edition's coming out soon. That's one of the things coming out soon? It is. It is. Well, uh, it's a, a, a bonus uh for Cherokee Media Group Premium. I was just uh, going to say, I'm on that number. list. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, like, for example, the, the piece of content that, that you and Joe referenced earlier uh, about uh, EV prices and the, the great in-depth piece that Joe compiled just today uh, with uh, comments from Peter Kelly about the open lane acquisition of, of Mannheim Canada. That's... That's content that uh, we put uh, all of our resources into, and uh, so we we have that for for premium members. And then the the state of the the used car market biannual re white paper reports. It's uh, uh, it can be purchased by anyone, but if you're already a, a Cherokee Media Group premium member, uh, you get that as part of your. Uh, package so what we're talking about what you want to do i've done this uh but i can't remember where i clicked but anyways you want to be a cmg premium member 
And what you're doing is you're subscribing to the magazine, right? Or tell tell me what I'm I'm use I'm stumbling around. What better words could I have used to say what I want you to do? I want you to go to autoremarketing.com and you subscribe to the magazine. Is that where you go? I think that's where you go. So if you go um you go to autoremarketing.com. Okay. Um and then there is a if you're not already a member, um, you can go. Um, there's there's a tab where you can. See, but I am a member. Otherwise, oh, maybe okay. I'd see it, right? If I was if yeah. I wasn't a member, yeah. I'd see it. Exactly. Yeah. There's a there's a, a tab that that'll pop up, and you right. know it 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 gives you a an, um, it shows you your options of membership. You can either do um, you know an individual membership or a uh, there's a discounted corporate membership for i think it's if say you know if you're at an auto auction and you want to have all of your employees as as, as premium members um as long as there's 25 or more um there's a discount on that and then um you know essentially what it does is it it gives you access to kind of the more in-depth stories the um you know some of the stories that will generate from um you know conferences and from you know used car week panels and, and that sort of thing and um and we also tend to put our our print stories so for example the in triple issue that that we're going to be working on here soon um you know will come out in late january but uh we'll put some of those stories online first so premium members will get to see them early um and uh yeah but as nick mentioned you know this the uh the the state of the used car industry report um, is distributed to for two CMG premium members for free. Um, and our, uh, our title, we, we kind of, we come up with like general, a general theme for each of these reports. And this year is um, called a new season for the used car market. And so just kind of playing off the fact that it's, we're, we're transitioning into in the winter here and, you know, a new year and, you know, just a lot of a lot of changes in the in the used car market. But you know, in the past, we've done um, kind of centered the report around mergers and acquisitions that have happened in the industry, um, and um, you know, I think one one of them, one of our early ones, was on digital the digitization of the industry. There's a retail, wholesale, finance, um, and um, just like we do for our for our conferences and, and our publications, we divide it up into four sections, retail, wholesale, auto finance, and uh, uh, collections and recovery. I, I sort of specialize in the retail and wholesale. Nick will, will specialize in the finance and the repossession and, and recovery piece of it, um, kind of di division of labor there. But um, we'll, we'll be working on that this week. And uh, Actually, Nick's ahead of the game. He's he already got his section done. And I got to get uh, my Nick. my tail in gear tomorrow and, and get my section done, and then and then we'll we'll have it out. Uh, I believe middle of this month, um, mid to mid to late month, I get uh, for uh, when people will start seeing that. All right, cool. Uh, I'm only going to keep you a few more minutes because then after that, and a lot goes into these reports. I mean, so. Whenever I can see a report, I want to check it out. Um, so 
thanks for putting those reports together. Then in January, on the heels, what are we on the heels of in January? The whole annual festivities of AFSA and NADA. NADA. I mean, that thing is huge. Talk about the coordination of a giant event. How do they even do that? Man. Uh, Have you thought about what it takes to get all the cars and the booths in there and everything? How do they do that? Not only that, but then, you know, um, the... But we call them in the in the in the biz we call them you know icws in conjunction widths so you have not only the fact that AAA or AAA nada is holding their meeting holding their large convention there are other groups that are having conferences in conjunction with right um for example and i said in AAA, they're doing their uh winter their you know uh second semester uh meeting if you will um you know at, as in conjunction with NADA and you know JD Power does an event as part of that and ton you know and all the automakers have their meetings oh, with dealers dinners I, and I can't imagine and events right yeah it's like all it, the side meetings it's like a instant automotive city for a weekend yeah it really is it's crazy. and it really it's kind of it kind of stretches into a a whole week you know Nick I'll let I'll hand it over to Nick I mean yeah you're right it is Nick, a week. Nick you're gonna you're going to go in there, um, you know, early for the AFSA part of it, uh, which kind of proceeds. In right, area. right. AFSA, the American Financial Services Association, has its annual vehicle finance conference ahead of, of NADA, and they they collaborate with with NADA to a to a degree to to have some dealers involved and um, and such. And uh, since captives <laughs> certainly have a have a presence both in that organization and in auto financing in general it's it's definitely a a week-long deal um i i don't i i don't just anecdotally i i'm thinking nada has a, a team that works on that event solely that's their entire job description they probably have just as many people if not more than our entire company <laughs> who right. has to right. It literally has to, to to be a part of that to be able to, like you said, uh, to get those vehicles, those car wash demos, those uh, display lifts, all of those like huge things into whatever convention center. Because correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, it seems like there's only three or four cities in the entire country yeah. that can host this event uh, coming up. It's, it's in Las Vegas again, but it's been year before that it was in Dallas for the first time, which right. was a pleasant change, but like San Francisco, uh, New Orleans, there's, there's only, but so many places it can physically be held. Yeah. Yeah. With that, with that amount of space and, you know, convention center size and the amount of hotels that are when, you know, within a, reasonable distance you know of of the convention center because i mean there are tens of thousands of people I, I don't know i mean it's it's so many so many people they take over an entire city which is amazing but yeah it's amazing we will have our uh our january i should i should mention our oh. our january issue as as we're dividing that up um between the, the different publications within within the overall magazine will be on uh AFSA and, and NADA and 
and kind of looking ahead at, at what's uh, what's in store for that for that commission. All right, so we'll look for that. So I mean, it, it's nonstop. I mean, yeah. right, Used Car Week was this giant event in automotive. I mean, everybody was talking about it. Really, it's you know. You couldn't look somewhere without... I remember as it was gearing up. It's about a week before. And I mean, everybody's talking about used car week. So, the the I mean, all that goes into, you know, making the, the conference manual, getting everybody there for... And then, <laughs> that's why Bill, it, what, on the last day, he, you know, he's like, you know, only 20% left or whatever, because he knows how much is left in the gas tank to finish it off and then it's over and now now you're on the state of the use uh car report you know right I mean, it, it's not like it ends so well thankfully there's uh it always is nice to have that thanksgiving break kind of breaking up uh right after used yeah. car week so you can kind of have a little bit of downtime and then sort of get right back after it to, to close the year well, I'm sure it makes like last night's gathering that much richer. So it really does. I mean, yeah. that's really, really neat. Really neat. great organization. And I always enjoy getting to know more folks. I got to meet some more people from SA Communications, and um, so you know, shout out Cherokee Media. Uh, oh, hey, question. Chris uh, asks, how many locations does AIM have? And it seemed like in that article, so it, that was the first one. Is that right? It's their first one. It's their first one, and they, um, they didn't really put a exact number of how many they want. You know, during, um, you know, during his during Tim Frank's remarks at the event at the tour. You know, he he said potentially upwards of twenty or thirty or forty, but you know, right. um, but then this one is 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 the, is the first. One. Yeah. Well, a lot will go into that box. Yeah. To make it the well-oiled machine because i think in your articles talk about if you're a dealer shoot man you get to the point where you just start buying vehicles send it to the box not even worry about it right and then you yeah. have more you can sell and then let's get some more in the box and yeah. so that's pretty it's pretty cool I mean, it'd be a lot to build that you know, tight facility. So we'll stay tuned to that. Thanks for the question, Chris. I appreciate it. Um, Joe and Nick, thank you both so much for taking the time tonight to join me. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, thank I you really appreciate it. Yeah, always, always good to, to be on the show and, and, and talk with you, Jack. All right. Well, uh, we'll be in touch again in the coming weeks and months. Maybe we'll touch base again around NADA time. Yeah. If there's anything in the meantime, let me know how I can help. Uh, thank the animals for me. They were so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made, I, I picked mine upstairs. I said, told the three dogs I had to go, uh, go st stay up on the bed upstairs. So. Oh, that's a good dog. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to let you go wrap this show out. I'll talk Take to you. Take care. Right. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Bye. gentlemen. Okay, bye-bye. Um, that's the end of the show. Thank you so much. All right, cool. So this is uh, it's a special treat to have Joe and Nick on ATI mic check one two three. I always do that. I like to check the microphone at the end of the show. Uh, oh, see, there it is, hot. So I guess we're okay. Of course, I want to thank Murphy Auto Transport, Superflow Systems, Dealers Link, and Auto Hauler Exchange 
Thank you, Auto Remarketing, Cherokee Media, Used Car Week, Auto Intel Summit, Bills of Dites, the entire gang. Hashtag Used Car Week. Really do appreciate you. If you missed the show live and you watch it on demand and you have a question, you can put it in the comments below. I'll make sure that Joe and Nick see this. Um, be sure to go to autoremarketing.com. I really do highly recommend this. I check out this uh, publication pretty much daily, definitely weekly. You got the podcasts, you've got the articles, retail, wholesale, technology, financial, and so much more. So uh, do that. If you have any questions, please leave a comment in the live chat. We're going to be back on Thursday on Dispatching Live. We've got Michael from Peach Transport. So we're going to be doing another down-home auto transport show, talking about central dispatch carrier rates and a bunch of different random news. Um, there was a question for Brian that he answered about uh, FMCSA Drug and Alcohol Clearinghouse. You won't like the answer to that one. We're probably going to talk more about brokers and this truck safety stuff and... Uh, Man, there's a lot of logistics stuff to talk about. So we'll be back on Thursday to talk about that. I'm going to run the car hauler. Thanks so much again for another great show. And we'll see you again soon. Peace out, everybody. Thank you. Good night.